Hey, welcome back to Almost Good. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about another children's movie, the 2015 Pixar film, The Good Dinosaur. This movie gets a really bad rap as being an enormous misstep for Pixar, and it kind of is, but I don't think it's as bad as most folks seem to think. Before I get into talking about The Good Dinosaur, I want to put it out there that my opinions about Pixar movies deviate a little bit, like not a ton, but a little bit from the mainstream of Pixar fans. Like a lot of people, I have a lot of nostalgia associated with Pixar, but I'm also just really, really picky. I dislike a handful of Pixar movies that are widely considered really good, or at least generally thought of fondly. For example, I hate The Incredibles. I like the idea of a story about a family, but I think that movie promotes reprehensible politics. The story that it tells about difference and power and human worth, honestly, is really fucked up, I think. I also think that Inside Out, Toy Story 3, and Finding Dory are all enormously overrated. And I think that Brave is actually a pretty good movie that tells a fresh kind of story about mothers and daughters, but that it felt like a disappointment because it was so mismarketed. My favorite Pixar movies are Finding Nemo, Up, and Monsters, Inc. So all of that just kind of gives you a sense of my taste and what kind of sensibility I'm coming from when I evaluate The Good Dinosaur. Like all of my favorite kids' movies, this film is about loss. It falls into the subgenre of a boy and his dog. The boy is not always a boy, and the dog is not always a dog in these kinds of stories, but the story always revolves around a child and some creature that the child needs to take responsibility for. And this type of story is always about growing up, and loss is a crucial aspect of that process. Learning to let go of things and accept change, even when it's painful, is a really important aspect of becoming an adult. The animal in these kinds of stories is usually an emotional proxy for one or both of the child's parents. Often, especially when the main character is a boy, the animal stands in for his feelings about his dad. In The Water Horse, for example, a movie that I feel like most people have totally forgotten, the protagonist's arc is about letting go of his father who died at war, and releasing the monster in the end is an externalization of his finally being able to go through that process. The Good Dinosaur is basically exactly the same story, except that the boy is a dinosaur and the dog is a little boy. Arlo, the protagonist, blames himself for his father's death. He externalizes the self-blame and self-hatred onto the varmint, the little boy, and when he's drawn into this adventure in the wilderness, that's all an external representation of his internal journey of maturation and self-forgiveness. He learns to accept that terrible things just happen, sometimes you just lose the people you love, and there are healthy and unhealthy ways of dealing with that. You can totally just lose your mind, like the Styracosaurus, or however you say that, the guy with all the animals on his horns. You can become deranged and vicious, like the pterosaurs. Or you can practice a kind of radical acceptance, like the T-Rexes. Faced with these different sort of cognitive models, Arlo has to figure out who he wants to be. In the end, he forgives the boy because he's able to forgive himself for his father's death, and to forgive his father for dying. And then he lets the boy return to where he belongs, which represents his letting go of his self-blame and his paralyzing fear of the unknown, and finally of his father. It's an enormously simple but really timeless and resonant story that's told against the backdrop of gorgeously rendered landscapes and environments. There is no real reason at all for this to be a bad movie, except for one thing. There is absolutely no reason for the characters to be dinosaurs. 
I don't really get how this movie got made because the concept, the whole vehicle for telling the story, feels like it's only half finished. Like, this feels like somebody's pet project that the studio finally indulged before that person died or something. It just completely squanders this imaginative concept that the asteroid never hit and the dinosaurs evolved to the point of this Old West frontier society. A Western with dinosaurs could have been a really imaginative and visually engaging idea for Pixar to tackle if they had actually followed through on it. But the dinosaurs just look like regular dinosaurs, and they're even a little bit too simple and cartoony for their hyperreal environments. And so all their technology is just sort of simplistic Stone Age type technology adapted for big, awkward dinosaur bodies. I just don't get it. If you were going to go for a setting that's a Western but with dinosaurs, then actually go for that. The point of doing that wouldn't be for the sake of the story, really, but it would be about the visual experience and the whimsy, which, again, would be fine if they had actually done that. The other route they could have gone is to have just made a straightforward western setting with humans. It could have been a human boy and a coyote pup or something, and it would have been similar to Brave, where it would have been this sort of small but emotionally resonant story set against this very grand, visually striking environment. As is, the movie just feels like it has a lot of wasted potential. And it's really too bad, because the story is there, and the concept isn't bad, it's just woefully underdeveloped. Despite this not being one of Pixar's best efforts, though, I do think that there is enough there in terms of the narrative and the quality of the animation that you should definitely sit down and watch The Good Dinosaur at least once, if you haven't already seen it. Once again, this has been Almost Good. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you tune in next time.